the fable of Paducah's favorite comedians, and the mildewed stunt. Once upon a time there was a specialty team doing seventeen minutes. The props used in the act included a hatchet, a brick, a seltzer bottle, two inflated bladders, and a slapstick. The name of the team was Zeroster and Zendavesta. These two troopers began their professional career with a road circus working on canvas in the morning and then doing a refined knockabout in the grand concert or afterpiece taking place in the main arena immediately after the big show is over. When each of them could kick himself in the eye and Slattery had pickled his face so that Stebbins could walk on it, they decided that they were too good to show under a round top, so they became artists. They wanted a swell name for the team, so the sideshow announcer, who was something of a kidder and had attended a Unitarian college, gave them Zeroster and Zendavista. They were stuck on it and had a job printer do some cards for them. By utilizing two of Pat Rooney's songs and stealing a few gags, they put together seventeen minutes and began to play dates and combinations. Zeroster bought a cane with a silver dog's head on it and Zendavesta had a watch-charm that pulled the buttonholes out of his vest. After every show, as soon as they washed up, they went and stood in front of the theater so as to give the hired girls a treat, or else they stood around in the sawdust and told their fellow workers in the realm of dramatic art how they killed em in Decatur and had em hollerin' in Lowell, Mass, and got every hand in the house at St. Paul. Occasionally they would put a card in the clipper, saying that they were the best in the business, bar none, and good dressers on and off the stage. Regards to Leonzo Brothers. Charlie Diamond, please write. They didn't have to study no new gags or work up no more business, because they had the best act on earth to begin with. Lillian Russell was jealous of them, and they used to know Francis Wilson when he done a song and dance. They had a scrapbook with a clipping from a Paducah paper, which said that they were better than Nat Goodwin. When some critic who had been brought up by rival artists wrote that Zeroster and Zendavesta ought to be on an ice wagon instead of on the stage, they would get out the scrapbook and read that Paducah notice and be thankful that all critics wasn't cheap knockers and that there was one paper guy in the United States that recognized a neat turn when he seen it. But Zeroster and Zendavesta didn't know that the dramatic editor of the Paducah paper went to a Burgoo picnic the day the actors came to town and didn't get back until midnight, so he wrote his notice of the Night Owl's performance from a program brought to him by the head usher at the opera house, who was also galley boy at the office. Zeroster and Zendavesta played the same sketch for seventeen years and made only two important changes in all that time. During the seventh season, Zeroster changed his whiskers from green to blue. At the beginning of the fourteenth year of the act, they bought a new slapstick and put a card in the clipper warning the public to beware of imitators. All during the seventeen years, Zeroster and Zendavesta continued to walk chesty and tell people how good they were. They never could understand why the public stood for Mansfield when it could get Zeroster and Zendavesta. The property man gave it as his opinion that Mansfield conned the critics. Zendavesta said there was only one critic on the square, and he was at Paducah. 
When the vaudeville craze came along, Zoroaster and Zendavesta took their Paducah scrapbook over to the manager, and he booked them. Zoroaster assured the manager that him and his partner done a refined act, suitable for women and children with a strong finish which had been the talk of all Galveston. The manager put them in between the trained ponies and a legit with a bad cold. When a legit loses his voice, he goes into vaudeville. Zoroaster and Zendavesta came on very cocky, and for the seventy-eighth hundredth time, Zoroaster asked Zendavesta, Who was it I seen you coming up the street with? Then, for the seventy-eight hundredth time, by way of mirth-provoking rejoinder, Zendavesta kicked Zoroaster in the stomach, after which the slapstick was introduced as a sub-motive. The manager gave a sign, and the stagehands closed in on the best team in the business, bar none. Of course, Zoroaster and Zendavesta were very sore at having their act killed. They said it was no way to treat artists. The manager told them they were too tart for words to tell it and to consider themselves set back into the supper show. Then they saw through the whole conspiracy. The manager was Mansfield's friend, and Mansfield was out with his hammer. At present they are doing two supper turns to the piano player and a day watchman. They are still the best in the business, but are being used dead wrong. However, they derive some comfort from reading the Paducah notice. Moral A dramatic editor should never go to a Burgoo picnic, especially in Kentucky. <laughs>